This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. The stronghold of narcissism is the belief and demand that I deserve to be loved. Narcissism is the internalization and personalization of perceived inadequacy resulting in ongoing, intense self-centeredness and self-adoration. Self-love is the sin that so easily entangles, recorded in Hebrews 12, verse 1. All of the strongholds are types of insults and offenses used by the enemy to get you to focus on yourself. Once we start focusing on ourselves, we begin to lose our God-given peace, purpose, and potential. The enemy is the victor. The term narcissism is most commonly used to define a type of personality disorder in psychology. The degree of pathology in narcissism is determined by how it affects others and how it affects the individual. If you work in the mental health field, you know by experience that this is the area where angels fear to tread. There is no reported successful treatment for the highly narcissistic, borderline personality disorder, the sociopath, or the highly criminal. The best you can do is to establish boundaries. There is another category of self-love that is more subtle, but just as dangerous. We were born self-centered. We cry to get our needs met, and we cry when we want attention. This type of survival narcissism may be appropriate if you are an infant, but it is inappropriate and destructive as you mature. This type of selfishness does not seem to hurt others or even appear to hurt you. It does not have a mental health diagnostic name or medical billing code. This subtle self-focus is present in all of us and has the power to steal from you the blessings of God. The Bible warns us in Proverbs 3, verse 7, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. We all struggle to varying degrees with self-centeredness. Honestly, we all have a core of narcissism that negatively impacts our life and growth. If you do not recognize yourself in the description of narcissism, you are deceiving yourself. What is narcissism? Narcissism is an inflated sense of self-importance with a lack of empathy for others. If we compare ourselves to each other, we can feel comfortable that we are not too self-centered. On the other hand, if we compare ourselves to God's standard, we are all very selfish. Carnality is selfish, and we are all carnal to a degree. Narcissists require excessive admiration, and they believe that they are unique and deserve special treatment. The narcissist's inner feeling of inadequacy 
result in the pursuit of peace through self-adoration. To the world around him, the narcissist appears charming, confident, and in control. Internally, the narcissist experiences fear of abandonment, emotional instability, and deep feelings of emptiness. The narcissist perceives themselves as unique and notable people, but internally they are driven by guilt and shame. The narcissist is oriented towards success to make oneself look positive, impressive, successful, and essential. They have a hunger for appreciation and a desire to be the center of attention, therefore deserving special treatment. How does narcissism show itself in your life? Here are a few questions to ask yourself to help in the evaluation of your level of self-centeredness. Do you relate to other people as equals or as objects? Do you feel empty much of the time? How many selfies do you post in a week? Do you feel entitled that the world owes you because you are special? Do you have any empathy for the young mother holding her crying baby in the grocery store? Are you angry or aggressive? Do you feel you have low self-esteem? Are you living with much shame or regret? How well do you relate to others? Are those relationships full of distress? Are you able to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and weep with those who weep? Are you bored much of the time? How do you respond to a failure? Do you blame the situation on someone else or do you evaluate your role in the failure? Would you be defined by others as charming and charismatic but feel empty? Do you work hard to seek the approval of others? Do you feel angry or enraged when your self-worth is threatened? You will require godly grit to root out self-centeredness. If you do not fight this battle, the enemy will have you right where he wants you. You will live a lonely, empty life. You will have significant problems with your relationships. You will have an increased risk of depression and suicide. You will lose your grit and become a tired, burned-out shell of what you could have been. You will lose your voice. You will live with confusion and a lack of purpose. There is no successful treatment in medicine or psychiatry for this degree of self-centeredness. If you were to seek a mental health worker's help, the best they can offer is boundaries to prevent you from hurting others. As Christians, we do have a greater hope. There is a solution to our self-destructive self-centeredness. As Christians, how should we view ourselves? What is godly self-esteem? Just asking the question should cause some concern. We should not be asking, who am I? We should be asking, who is God and who are others? As much as my sinful, self-centered self would like to make this all about me, it is not all about me. On the one hand, we are miserable, rebellious sinners, and on the other hand, we are creatures for whom Christ has died. 
we were made in His image. Just by focusing on self-discovery, am I not partaking in a narcissistic activity? Good self-esteem is not a question of how I view myself. It is an issue with how I view others. The fruit of the Spirit is a list of qualities present in how I relate to others and not how I expect or demand others to conform to me. Romans 12, verse 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So, what does it mean to have a healthy, appropriate, and suitable self-esteem? Self-esteem, like many other valuable Christian characteristics, is not something you achieve through striving. In God's kingdom, self-esteem is freely living the authentic you that He created. Our self-esteem comes directly from God. It is not an emotional sensation or a quality based on achievement. Like forgiveness and the fruit of the Spirit, we experience self-esteem when we give it to others. You receive from God what you give to others. Matthew 6, verse 14. And when you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. So, if you want healthy, robust, vigorous self-esteem, then look at the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its various expressions, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. When you walk into a room, do you make the conversation and activities all about you? If you make your contacts with others all about you, you will have significant issues with your self-esteem. When you walk into a room, do you bring with you the fruit of the Spirit? Do others see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, virtue, faith, gentleness, and strength of Spirit? To be a follower of Jesus, you must set aside what you desperately desire and give it to others. This is what Jesus meant in Matthew 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If you truly want to follow me, you should at once completely reject and disown your own life. You must be willing to share my cross and experience it as your own as you continually surrender to my ways. Matthew 10, verse 39. And all who seek to live apart from me will lose it all. But to those who let go of their lives for my sake and surrender it all to me, will discover true life. You will not get improved self-esteem 
by memorizing and reciting positive affirmations. Self-esteem is gained by being the authentic person God made and through whom His Spirit gives to the world around you. Yet, the enemy will still whisper that it is all about you. Do not believe the lie.